Praise the Lord. You are listening to a word from the Lord, a radio and internet ministry of the Refuge Temple Church of Burlington, North Carolina. Refuge Temple Church is located in the heart of Burlington, NC at 152 North Main Street. Our pastor is Bishop Reginald J. Davis. Refuge Temple Church is a spirit-filled, Bible-believing, multicultural ministry ordained by Jesus Christ to serve him, his kingdom, and the community from Main Street to the world. We welcome you to join us now for anointed music and the word of God. Above your problem, God is exalted. Oh, hallelujah. God bless you, God bless you. Those in the house remain standing with me now and go with me in the word of God and those who are watching go with me in the word to the gospel of St. John. Thank you, Lord. Chapter number 14, St. John chapter number 14. Our radio broadcast is heard in a prison in Elizabeth City. I got a letter from a precious brother who said that when I ask the people to stand for the word, he stands in his cell. Come on, somebody. Oh, hallelujah. He stands in his cell. You're not in a cell. Hallelujah. But if the word is being declared, you ought to stand. In the Gospel of St. John, chapter 14 and verse number 15. Bible says, if ye love me, keep my commandments. And I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever. Even the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him. But ye know him, for he dwelleth with you, and shall be in you. I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. Yet a little while in the world seeth me no more. But ye see me, because I live, ye shall live also. God bless you. You can be seated. I want to talk to you today from the subject, you should meet my friend. Oh, God, you should meet my friend. You should meet my friend. Over the next few weeks, we will be in consecration as we prepare for Pentecost Sunday. Pentecost celebrates the outpouring and the infilling of the Holy Spirit. Anybody here got the Holy Ghost? Oh, God, testify to your neighbor and say, I'm filled with the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. And what a blessing it is to be able to share that testimony that I am filled with the Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost living, moving, and breathing inside of me. The Holy Ghost is the most important element of the New Testament church. The Holy Spirit is the source of power, and he's the source of direction for the church. Without the Holy Ghost, the church is powerless. Without the Holy Spirit, the church is without direction. It's without um, guidance. You know, we, we, we don't talk about this, but historically, 
um, the New Testament church, early church, did not have a written Bible, not as we know it. They had the Psalms, they had the prophets, they had the Pentateuch, but they did not have everything that happened for them had just happened. Jesus had just completed his earthly ministry. Jesus had just died. Jesus had just risen from the grave, and they did not have what we have. But what they had was the Holy Ghost, and the Holy Ghost taught them, the Holy Ghost led them, the Holy Ghost directed them, and they did not operate, listen to me, without the leading of the Holy Ghost. We wonder sometimes why we don't get New Testament results in this day and age, and it's because we aren't walking in the power of the Holy Ghost. We're walking in opinion, we're walking in tradition, we're walking in what we're used to and what people think is the right thing to do. But when the church is moved by the Holy Ghost, God does supernatural things in our midst. When the church is moving in your life, God does supernatural things in your life. More importantly, the Holy Spirit is the personal source of power and direction for the believer. Hallelujah. You will never function in the fullness of God's will without the Holy Spirit. I, I don't know how you feel about it, but, you know, a couple of years ago, I just had an epiphany. And I was sitting, I think, at home, and I was thinking about um, just what the Holy Spirit means to me. And I, I, I've been blessed. I've been filled with the Holy Spirit most of my life. And I said to the Lord, I said, Lord, I don't know what I would have done without the Holy Ghost. And, and in fact, I don't know how people live without the Holy Ghost. I, I really don't know. I, I don't know how you fathom the nuances of life, how you deal with the changes that take place. Because, you know, I need the Holy Ghost sometimes just to get out to bed. I don't know if that's anybody but me. I need the Holy Ghost not to snap. Come on, somebody, because I still get angry. Somebody help me preach this. I need the Holy Ghost just to relax because sometimes the stress of life can be overwhelming. And it's the Holy Ghost. See, 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 shouting is just a byproduct. I could shout without the Holy Ghost. Lord, help me preach this. I could dance without the Holy Ghost. I could run around the church without the Holy Ghost. But I could not live without the Holy Ghost. Oh God, I couldn't live. I don't know how people just go through life and there's no direction and there's no power and there's no strength. They're just trying to make it as best they can and I'm not being judgmental, but I'm telling you that life is better with the Holy Ghost. Oh, Shataye, life is better with the Holy Ghost. And so it's vitally important that we develop a greater intimacy with the Holy Spirit. I want to ask an honest question of you. How many of you know you could get closer? My God, how many of us know we could get closer? As much as we feel his presence, as great as he is in our lives, I feel the Lord, and this is what the Lord impressed upon me as I was praying yesterday, is tell the people to come closer. Oh, shatana masata. I want to do more in them. I want to do more with them. I want to speak and they hear what I say. Oh, hallelujah. I want to move and they know it's me moving. 
Tell the people to come closer. Ah, oh, shatanama. When you develop intimacy with the Holy Spirit, it changes the dynamics of your life. And, and you develop intimacy, saints, by spending time with the Holy Spirit. Oh, hallelujah. Intimacy in, in, in a marital relationship, if you'll let me use this analogy, is not just sex. It's spending time with the person that you love. It's learning their ways. It's understanding their moods. It's picking up on their habits. It's knowing. You know what? When, you, when you've been with somebody long enough, you don't even have to know that there's something wrong. The intimacy tells you things ain't right. Come on, somebody. You know when they're excited. You know when they're sad. You know when they're happy because the intimacy proves that. And you need the kind of relationship with the Holy Ghost that the Bible says the Spirit helpeth our infirmities because we don't know what to pray for as we ought. But the Spirit maketh intercession. Oh, God, anybody got some stuff you don't know how to put in words? But the Holy Ghost knows how to share it. Ah, the Holy Ghost knows how to make it plain to you. The Holy Ghost knows how to reveal it. And the Holy Ghost has to become more to each of us than just a feeling. And for too many people, the Holy Ghost is just a feeling. I feel the Spirit moving. But the Lord wants the Spirit to talk not only through you, but talk to you. Come on. Now, when you receive the Holy Ghost, you speak in tongues. And that's the Holy Ghost speaking through you. But beyond the Holy Ghost speaking through you, you need the Holy Ghost to speak to you. He that hath an ear, let him hear what, what? the Spirit says to the church. I need the Holy Ghost to talk to me. Some days, it's not because I need any direction, but you ever had a friend that just talking to them made you feel better? Anybody got a friend like that? They call, they, they, they text, they, and just hearing from them lifts your spirits because there's an intimacy about the friendship that touches you. The Holy Ghost has got to become our Oh, God, tell somebody, you should meet my friend. Oh, God. And, and there's a difference between the acquaintance and the friend. And I'm going to be bold and say, for some of us, the Holy Spirit is just an acquaintance. Mm, Lord, help me preach this. What do you mean by that, Bishop? An acquaintance is a person known but not a close friend. And it is a casual familiarity. That means we have a casual relationship and some of us have a casual relationship with the Holy Ghost. When he shows up, we know he's here. We move, we jerk, we jump, we run. That's a casual relationship but it's not intimacy because a friendship is a person attached to another person by feelings of affection. So I need to ask a question. How many of you love the Holy Ghost? Mm. That means I'm attached to more than just a casual acquaintance. I'm in love with this thing they call the Holy Ghost. 
I love it when he speaks to me. I love it when he talks to me. I love it when he visits me. He doesn't have to visit me just on Sunday. He can meet me on Tuesday afternoon and it's just as good as Sunday morning because we're more than acquaintances. We're friends. We're friends. The, the, The word friend is also defined as one who assists. Anybody here being helped by the Holy Ghost right now? Holy Ghost helping you to move, helping you to live, helping you to grow. And here's the expectation God shared with me. Every believer is expected to have an intimate relationship with God through the Holy Spirit. Now, this might upset you, but it's the truth. You will never truly know God until you receive the Holy Ghost. You can know about God. You can pray. You can talk to God. But you will never have an experience of intimacy with God until you receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. That's why, for me, it's not a luxury. It's a necessity. I have to have his Spirit. Oh, God, I have to have his presence. I have to feel the glory of God moving in my life. I have to be able to talk to him and leave English and move into the heavenly language because that's intimacy with God. You know, it's funny that everybody speaks in tongues but Pentecostals. My God. We, we get excited because other denominations are talking in tongues and we stop talking in tongues. And we stop praying until people... You know, now, now, I'm going old school. I remember when you could not leave the altar until you spoke in the language. And, and, and it wasn't just a couple of little syllables. Da, 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 da. Oh, yeah, they got it. No, you ain't got it, baby. Come on back next Wednesday and lay here some more because we need you to have the intimate fellowship. Why? Because you're going to leave church and meet the devil. You're going to leave church and meet the enemy. And you need to know that what you received at the altar was not just euphoria and not just a feeling, but the genuine presence of God in your life. Because guess what? I don't tend to fight the devil when I'm in Sunday worship, but I will meet him before the week is out. And I need to know that he's living inside of me. I need to know he's abiding in me. Let's go to the text. My time is almost gone. Jesus says in St. John chapter 14, if you love me, keep my commandments. Once again, how can you love Jesus and reject the spirit of Jesus? Because the Holy Spirit is the spirit of Jesus Christ. Let me be very clear. There is only one God. He was revealed in creation as the Father. He was revealed in the redemptive work as Jesus Christ. And in the regenerative work of the church, he reveals himself as the Holy Spirit. And as you read this text with me, and I'm just going to read with you just for a minute, and then we're going to close. You're going to see that the Holy Spirit is not just a feeling. In fact, I want to change some misnomers that we have about the Spirit. Because Jesus said, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. 
And I came to tell you, the Lord is commanding that you receive the Holy Ghost. Oh, God, anybody know that? Anybody felt the push that I just need to have his spirit in my life? And so he says, and I will pray the Father, and he will send you another comforter. The phrase another in the Greek means after the same sort. The Holy Spirit is not separate from Jesus Christ. The Holy Spirit is not alien to Jesus Christ. The Holy Spirit is after the same sort as Jesus Christ. Now, the Bible says there's only one God. So if there's only one God and the Holy Spirit is after the sort of Jesus Christ, who is the Son of God, then the Holy Spirit must be God living in the believer. That means you got more than a feeling. Oh, God, it's, it's more than just cold chills. It's more than just a language. It's more than just a run. It's after the same sort of manner as God. And then he says he's another comforter. Comforter is one who comes alongside to help. Anybody here ever been broken down on the highway at least one time in your life? Had your car go, go bad, your tire go flat? And, and what does it feel like when your friend drives up or the AAA guy drives up? What does that feel like? It's such a relief. Come on, somebody. That here I am struggling, don't know how I'm going to get home, but somebody has come alongside to help me. And all of us are on this journey to a place that we call heaven. And let's be honest, some days we're not sure if we're going to make it, but thank God for the Holy Ghost that comes alongside just to help us. Now, I want you to look with me in verse number, let's see, 17. Now, even the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth, everybody see that? What's the next word after seeth? Him. Everybody say him. Now, now, you might think that, that language is, 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 is not significant, but language is significant. The church has called the Holy Spirit an it. But Jesus calls the Holy Spirit him. Now, there's a difference. Trail, go get that chair right there, please, and bring it to the pulpit. Let me show you something. This chair is a chair, right? And the pronoun, bring it right here. Pronoun for the chair is what? It. That's the pronoun, right? You don't, I don't have to call the chair. I can say, bring it here. And when I say, bring it here, I'm bringing what? This thing. Follow me. It has no personality. It doesn't talk. It doesn't move unless you move it. It doesn't act unless you act it. It serves a particular function, but it's an inanimate object. I do not call Trell my son and it. No, I don't. What do I call him? Him. Him. If I don't use his particular name, if I say him, you, and, I'm, and, and there's only just a few of us in the room, you know I'm talking about who? Trell. Jesus doesn't call his spirit an it. It is not an inanimate object. It's a living being living inside of you. 
I can't have a relationship with this chair. It can be comfortable. Come on, follow me now. It can be useful for my needs, but I don't fall in love with chairs. Okay, y'all are missing this. I fall in love with something that's alive. I fall in love with something with whom I can have a relationship. Trail is not an it. He's a him. Come on, somebody. So I can love him as my son. Are y'all following this? Because he's, li he's alive and he's living. But if I fall in love with a chair, y'all think pastor done lost his mind. Everywhere he go, he dragging this chair behind him and say he in love with a chair. I don't fall in love with inanimate objects, but I can fall in love with the Holy Ghost. Because he's not inanimate, he's alive. Somebody know the Holy Ghost is alive. Somebody know that he's living. Somebody know that he's real. I wish you would praise the Holy Ghost like you know he's alive. He's living in you. He's abiding in you. He's walking with you. Oh, God, I got to close. But the reason why you respond to the Holy Spirit the way that you do it's because to some of you, the Holy Ghost is still in it. Oh, God, inanimate, unmoving. I can pick him up when I want to. And I can lay him down when I feel like it. But when you discover that the Holy Ghost is a him, oh, hallelujah, that he's living inside of me. He, he's not somebody I can pick up and lay down when I get ready. But he promised he would never leave me. Oh, God, that chair will only go where I put it. That chair will only go where I place it. But the Holy Ghost will follow me into every situation in my life. When I'm in my best days, the Holy Ghost is there. And when I'm in my worst days, the Holy Ghost is there. The Holy Ghost kept me, oh God, when I was ready to give up. The Holy Ghost kept me when I got ready to die. The Holy Ghost kept me when I almost lost my mind. The Holy Ghost followed me when I tried to go another direction. The Holy Ghost said, no, I'm not going to let you go. Oh God, I'm still saved. Not because I did let go. I'm still saved because the Holy Ghost did not let go. He held me on my best days. He held me on my worst days. He held me in my tears. He held me in my fear. He held me when I felt like dying. He held me when I almost died. When I fell apart, he kept breathing life into me. When I gave up, he kept breathing life, 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 life. Come on, shout hallelujah. I got to quit because I got to christen the baby and serve communion. But I need somebody in here that knows the Holy Ghost is real to give him the kind of praise that belongs to a real spirit. Oh, God. If you want him to move, I need you to open your mouth and lift your hands and give God the glory because he's real. 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 So many people doubt it. I can't live 
without him. That is why I love him. That is why I praise him. That is why I bless him. That is why I glorify him. Because he's real. Come on, stand. I'm done. Come on, stand. I'm done. But you should meet my friend. You should meet my friend. You should meet my friend. Weary, meet my friend. Tired, meet my friend. Burden, meet my friend. About to give up, meet my friend. You should meet my friend. You should meet my friend. Come on, let's stand. I'm going to make the altar call. Come on, tell two people, you should meet my friend. 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 I'm not done. I'll finish this. But you should meet my friend. You should meet my friend. But the first thing you got to realize is he's not an it. He is not an inanimate object. He is not an object without life or without intellect or without force. He's real. Whoa, Shatama. Somebody lift your hands if you know he's real. Oh! Oh, God. How you know he's real, Bishop? Because I've been out of the church. I've been away from the building. But when I called him, he showed up because he's when I couldn't get in the sanctuary when the governor said stay home I was in my house and I called him oh y'all gonna make me hurt myself he's real saints he's real saints he's real saints he's real saints Oh, God, I'm grateful that I know he's real. I want to help somebody today. If you don't know Jesus, if you've never received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, or maybe you received and somehow you've drifted and you want restoration in your life, I want you to step into one of the two inside aisles and let's pray together. Let's ask the Lord to touch you with the Holy Spirit. I'm looking at people all over the sanctuary that know the Holy Ghost is real. Oh God, would you just testify to somebody and say he's real? <laughs> hey God. I was a skeptic. Can I be honest? I was a skeptic. I thought the saints rehearsed on Saturday what they did on Sunday. Because all of this shouting and jumping and speaking in tongues had to be orchestrated and organized. But on March 31st, 1976, I met him for myself. Oh, Shatama. Oh, Katana Robos. 
Anybody remember the day? Anybody remember the hour? Oh, we hope that you were blessed by this broadcast today. If you desire prayer or want more information about our church, please call us at 336-570-3664. Again, that's 336-570-3664. You can also go to our website for more information about our ministry at www.refugetemplenc.com. Again, that's www.refugetemplenc.com. Pastor Reginald and Lady Charity Davis and the Refuge Temple family would like to invite you to worship with us whenever you are in the Burlington area. If this ministry has blessed you, please write to us at P.O. Box 3552, Burlington, N.C., 27215. That's P.O. Box 3552, Burlington, N.C., 27215. Or email us, info at refugetemplenc.com. That's info at refugetemplenc.com. God bless you, and until next time, shalom, shalom. <laughs>